0: Hey, folks, welcome back to Something About Web 3. My name is Dan. I'm here with Kazuaki for another week of something. Actually, we've got a lot of disturbing stuff to talk about this week. How's it going, Kazuaki?
1: Good, good. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Feeling a lot better. No longer have uh, death rattle, anything like that. So only took four (laughs) or five weeks to fully recover from a tiny cold. But that's what happens Mm -hmm. when you become an old man um anyway feeling good this week and our prayers were answered from last week because there's a lot of news this week breaking news today as well a lot of dumb things are happening and so it's starting to feel i don't know exciting in crypto again i feel like this is a good bottom signal when we're seeing all kinds of um terrible things happening so so, anyway, we could jump into it. You know, last night I was preparing for the show and the, um, here in Japan last night, the Federal Reserve, was it the Federal Reserve? I don't even know who, who releases these numbers. Inflation numbers, CPI numbers were released, looking mm-hmm. terrible, worse yep. than was previously thought. And Of course, these are the official numbers, so it's probably even worse than that so crypto as a whole took pretty fat l i think bitcoin was down towards eighteen thousand, breaking some key resistance levels for all the technical analysis people out there Uh, bouncing back strongly today i think up three three to four percent on the day for bitcoin but altcoins as they do hammered through that little cycle especially when you get past the top 50 top 100 volume you're seeing a lot of uh i don't know down another 10 percent 15 percent over the over the past week so here's my question to all you people out there what are you doing holding all coins right now <laughs> i mean like are you a true believer do you just not care do you not pay taxes i like what is their strategy here why why are you not selling if you i mean Obviously you should have sold months ago, but why did you why are you still holding? It's crazy to me. (laughs) It's crazy. I don't hold any you know what you know what the biggest altcoin in my portfolio is? Tether. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Tether. Um are you holding any altcoins?
1: Well, still um USDC
0: well that doesn't count yeah stable, <laughs> stable coins don't count well i still uh,
1: have like some um uh, what is it called tomb and like <laughs> oh god that's not good three, three shares like i still have like left over
0: yeah yeah that's got to be it down like 90 percent like, from its I highs know, right it was
1: it was like i don't know 90 dollars or something
0: oh my gosh yeah brutal i know well it happens to all of us. That's why you gotta it's why you gotta size your trades appropriately. You know, there's um something I've been thinking about lately is there's so many people in crypto and a lot of them are really stupid, right? <laughs> and so when you're really stupid, you do really stupid trades which are incredibly risky. However, often these trades have huge upsides. But you'd have to be stupid to try them, right? Yep. And so what ends up happening is that you get all these big crypto Twitter influencers who are happy to share their balances and whatever, and and talk about how they went from $10,000 to $10 million. But the reality is they're just idiots who got really lucky on like Mm -hmm. one trade or just timing the market. Not because they knew anything about the market, but it's just a coincidence. There's so many people in the market. So of course, some of them are going to win. And uh, that's how you get crypto influencers their crypto influencers are actually some of the dumbest people (laughs) in in the market They're some of the worst traders in the market they just happen to get lucky yep um so maybe don't size your trades put it all in on two who knows you you too could go from ten thousand dollars to ten million (laughs) dollars start a paid telegram group and move to dubai so how's that for financial advice um anyway I've been seeing a lot of these people that I had followed when I was first getting into DeFi um, just being so absolutely wrecked. It's insane. And they're still trying to get in on stuff. And I saw this one guy who was like, you know, paid telegram group and all this stuff. And he was, um, he's still trying to get in every, every couple of weeks he tweets like, Oh, I can't stay away. I've got to get in. You know, he's like addicted to gambling on shit coins. Yeah and um he's like well i just put six thousand dollars he used to he used to throw like a million dollars around on a trade i was like i just put six thousand dollars on this coin and then like a couple hours later he gets wrecked it goes down to 500 bucks or something and he's like i'm, I'm never trading again i'm done i'm retiring you know whatever it's too funny just you know it's all about timing and so the, the time is not right but maybe the bottom is in um we could talk about some bottom is in type stories. Um what's up with sushi swap? Did you hear about this? No, I, have, I
1: haven't Swap. anything. Here's
0: here's here's another story about the power of crypto Twitter. SushiSwap has a new head chef. so what they call their CEO because it's a decentralized exchange based around the concept of sushi. Uh, if you're if you're not aware, a couple of years ago, the big thing in DeFi was to make a DApp that used an emoji as its symbol, and so that's how you get Sushi Swap, um, right? I mean, that that's yeah. that's where they came up with that, right? So, <laughs> Pancake Swap and and all these different yeah. things. Um. Anyway, new new CEO Sushi Swap, uh, price falling hard based on the uh, um accusations of which i don't know enough about but apparently this guy i won't say his name could just well whatever because i don't know it but <laughs> uh he he was apparently involved in some scams or, or whatever that's what people are claiming allegedly he was involved in some scams some people are saying that not me i would never say that about someone but um and so whatever a lot of people if you've been around in this space for long enough i'm sure something you've been involved with was a scam um but as people were calling him a scammer whenever and maybe the accusations weren't really sticking and and people didn't care because this scam is too hard to follow and understand um someone on crypto twitter then tweeted that he had sex with a horse and then that went viral somehow and now everyone is saying that this guy had sex with a horse to the point where that like um, major crypto news outlets are interviewing this guy and they're asking him if he had sex with a horse and he's denying it. So, <laughs> so that's really fun. And then I saw um, Uniswap was tweeting that the Uniswap unicorn was safe and no one needed to worry that that the SushiSwap Swap guy was gonna molest the Uniswap unicorn. And uh, so that's that's fun, you know. That uh, yep. that's like for me, that's like uh, crypto. That's what crypto is all about. Mm-hmm. It's Acu-ing it's like old internet, you know? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we we all get so serious about like such a stupid thing. That's yeah. Fun.
0: Yeah. It is fun. It is fun. That's what I like about crypto. It's got that flavor yep. of the old internet, at least a little bit. <laughs> I think. Yep. Um. So anyway, there's sushi swap. Best of luck to the new CEO. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another story I saw follow up on our ongoing coverage of tornado cash talked about, I think on episode three of season two, maybe it was episode two, mm. uh, the tornado cash sanctioned by the U S government. And so U S citizens, and I suppose people around the world are not supposed to be using tornado cash. And so one thing people did as a result is to, um, attack others. By withdrawing Tornado Cash deposits into famous crypto Twitter, ENS addresses, things like that. What they call a dusting attack. So sending 0.1 ETH from Tornado Cash to someone apparently imposes a great deal of regulatory strife, legal problems for that person. Because now they've done business with the OFAC sanctioned entity through no fault of their own. Um, They were forced to do business because... Obviously, the U.S. government is not going to understand how tornado cash works and how easy it is to abuse. And so a trusted state on or trustless state on Twitter is filing a lawsuit uh, specifically against Janet Yellen and the Department of the Treasury to, I guess, well, A, it's, it's just a lawsuit because they're claiming that they've got to pay lawyers and things like that every year now. They have to make filings every year regarding their interaction with this OFAC-sanctioned individual known as Tornado Cash. Uh, I don't know. What do you? Uh, so <laughs> this is getting so stupid now. Um, do you think? Do you think he's going to successfully sue Janet Yellen?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: um.
1: Um, yeah, he, he set up a like donation account, like coin. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's smart for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I support the lawsuit. The whole thing is stupid. I don't understand how an Ethereum address gets on a sanctioned person's list. I know. Um, and then obvious, obviously this is just like some political posturing that they did. And then, um, someone at the department of the treasury was like, okay, we need to sanction them. And then it went down a level, and they're like, okay, how do we do this? Who's behind this? And then it went down another level. And then eventually some some intern at the Department of Treasury who's getting paid $30,000 a year uh, opened up a spreadsheet and copied and pasted the Tornado Cash ETH address into sure. the spreadsheet and hit save, and now we're at where we are with someone suing Janet Yellen over this and causing all kinds of problems. So good job, U.S. government. Good job, Department of Treasury. Um. Really, really effective here at uh, fighting the North Korean menace <laughs> of crypto hackers, yep. um, which in all likelihood is probably run by the CIA anyway. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you can go check out uh, Trustless State on Twitter. It's got a fundraiser going. I don't know how legit this is, but it's a funny story. So check it out for yourself. And you could decide if you want to contribute there. Yep. Uh, anyway, Kazuaki's got some more serious news for us. It's not all goofball stuff. Uh, you want to talk about the, this? This fundraise from uh, Golden. Yep.
1: Um. Yeah. I, I haven't really followed Golden at all, like someone on the Twitter in Japan. Introduce uh, this news, and then it says Golden is developing um, kind of like an in- incentivized system mm-hmm. for uh, like for capturing the information decentral uh, in a decentralized manner in the world. It can yeah. be described as kind of like Web three version of Wikipedia. Yeah, and then I think that's a great idea. And then it yeah. The fundraiser is followed by A16Z, as always. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, ki- I'm kind of interested in this. Yeah,
0: I mean, Wikipedia has been around for such a long time. I think it's hard to think of the internet without it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the internet did exist before Wikipedia did. Um, mm-hmm. And there were precursors to Wikipedia. I used to use one that was called Everything 2. Do you know that site at all?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if it still exists, but the idea—the idea behind it was that it was a, um, I guess you would call it an early Web three type site where, um, people could collaborate and put together what was essentially a internet version of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: Not the not the book or the movie necessarily, but the actual—if you remember—in the book, he's got this guide this mm. tablet that he uses and whenever he needs to go to a new planet or look up something about an alien race he can look it up and there's kind of these funny snarky articles in this tablet um you know giving him the information it was called the hitchhiker's mm-hmm. guide to the galaxy right and so that's yeah. what everything too was remember that book was written before the ipad so that was considered some sort of science mm. fiction at the time <laughs> that you would have such a device <laughs> um but yeah, then Wikipedia came along and it wasn't funny; it was very serious, and I think that took over from everything too at that time. Um, and so, you know that you know, you got MySpace, you got Facebook, you've got TikTok, now we've got everything too. We've got Wikipedia, and maybe now we have gold, and there's certainly an yeah. opportunity there. People are really dissatisfied with with Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I think in general, <clears throat> it's become basically some sort of propaganda psyop site where i don't think you could trust anything that's written in it so politicized um also also something that's interesting is i I read uh, recently that you know wikipedia they always do this annoying thing every year where they put the banner at the top of the site. please donate a dollar or wikipedia (laughs) is not going to exist that money isn't used to pay for wikipedia actually Mm. it goes to a non-profit called i think the wikimedia foundation or whatever it's called but anyway they they spend very little of that money on wikipedia mostly that organization is an organization that distributes grant money to other non-profits Mm. and uh, it's quite highly politicized i recently saw a twitter thread talking about where all the money goes that gets donated to wikipedia and it goes to a lot of highly politicized groups um, and then in turn, they take that money and they hire people to edit Wikipedia in order to reflect oh, wow. their political message. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, it's quite interesting. <laughs> you know, the, I mean how much how much has Wikipedia changed over the years? How much money could it possibly cost that site to run? Um, obviously, some small part of it is bandwidth and then a couple couple employees, but the rest of it is mostly used to distribute money to other nonprofits. So wow. my recommendation do not donate to Wikipedia hmm. and check out Golden. million raised (laughs) in their series B. Yeah. Um, And a lot of interesting people here uh, participating in the round. Protocol Labs, creator of IPFS, co-founders of Solana, OpenSea, folks from Figma, Postmates, Mm -hmm. Y Combinator, (laughs) you know, (laughs) basically everybody. Yeah. well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what what happens. I don't know. It's interesting. They they even say they're gonna have stuff like um, <sighs> like it's gonna be the source of truth uh, for for which is kind of a cool idea. Blockchain based, like source of truth, and so so you would you you could have a I don't know a statement, a transaction, or whatever on this on this app or this chain that that would say. Here their example is Elon Musk is the CEO of SpaceX. And this is some sort of irrefutable truth. Um, Personally, I believe I'm the CEO of SpaceX. So (laughs) to me, that's fake news. But I don't don't have enough funds to challenge this statement and get slashed. Uh, So they're going to have some sort of economic incentives (laughs) around deciding what is actually true. This is definitely something I could see Silicon Valley VCs being really I interested know. in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's got that kind of autistic um, Peter Thiel type of flavor to it. Um, you know, hook up, um, hook up a little Palantir into your golden. And, uh, and now it's on, on chain proof that, um, you know, that you like to have sex with horses or, or whatever it <laughs> might be, you know, whatever Palantir obviously palantir is sucking up all data about everyone for all time based on your your google history and, and all that stuff whatever palantir actually does um wow this is this is a spicy show <laughs> <I know. laughs> i'm going i'm going alex jones over here um, <laughs> I'm probably just saying alex jones now that i'm now i'm not going to be able to upload this to youtube but whatever mm. oh by the way apologize apologies on my on my behalf for uploading the show late last week Mm. i don't know if you noticed but uh yeah when i went to go upload it it said that the recording didn't save (laughs) what (laughs) but so i had to like go figure it out and there was like some sort of backup recording that they had um so i was able to do it but uh apparently if you if what i did was i shut i shut down my laptop right after we stopped recording and apparently it Mm. hadn't actually uploaded oh So it's okay. just recording to my local storage right now, mm-hmm. even though it's stream. I don't know how this site works. Um, anyway, I, I did get it up. I didn't lose it. So mm-hmm. so far, we haven't had a lost episode, mm-hmm. which I think in, in podcasting is pretty rare. So yep. fingers crossed. Um, anyway. <laughs> I want to talk about this story that happened today. Well, I just saw it today. Did you hear about Brown Backpack Guy at DevCon? Bogota.
1: Oh. This is no. this
0: is, this has been happening for a couple days now. Yep. DevCon hey. happening uh this week. No this last week. week. Yeah. Last week. Mm-hmm. Um obviously the big Ethereum foundation event. A lot of people go. And check check my uh check my ENS. I got a poet from DevCon. Osaka public record stick that in golden verifiable fact (laughs) I did go to Devcon Osaka um so what so so basically what what has happened here's my take on it this is this is going to be woke red pill take Andrew Tate style I don't know what having gone to Devcon there's a lot of autistic people there okay Mm. I don't mean that in a negative way That's you're not going to build this type of software without having some that's true, some people who who are differently intelligent. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of respect for autistic people personally. Um, so there's a lot of autistic people, but also there's a lot of money in web three, and um, so there's all types of people going to devcon now. It's not just autistic people anymore, okay? There's all kinds of people going including normies and including um, people like this woman who accused a man in a photo without saying his name or anything or about what he did of harassing her and then tagging the devcon staff to do better and uh, she reported this harassment apparently nothing happened Um, and so she just posts a picture of this dude and and actually in the picture there's a ton of dudes she doesn't say which dude it is (laughs) leading to a lot of terrified people who are in the picture who had no (laughs) idea what was going on but it turns out it was the guy in the brown backpack who has since come out and said his side of the story but uh let me let me lay it out for you kazuaki did you read about this at all do you know anything about this
1: no not yet
0: all right here i'll lay out for you what happened this is my understanding of what happened okay devcon there's a 3d photo booth okay okay you know you know the type where the cameras are arranged Mm -hmm. in a circle yeah and so there's there's a 3d photo booth and everyone's taking photos and this guy goes and gets his photo taken and the photographer tells him to jump because it'll look cool right look all matrix style oh yeah if you jump when the photo is taken um and so the guy does. And apparently this guy's very interested in photography. So he's hanging around the booth, checking out the cameras and all this stuff. And a, and a group of women go up. Um, some folks from Blue Dow and uh, other related orgs, kind of women in Web3. Uh, not the NFTs. I'm talking about actual people here. not the women women of ethereum nfts or whatever that crap is called Uh, so (laughs) these are actual people who go up and so so they they're all and and the guy's standing there right and he and he's he's you know he's an ethereum guy i don't know if he's actually autistic but you can imagine this guy saying hey you guys should jump it'll make the photo better because that's what the photographer just told him right and so these girls are all up there getting their photo taken and there's this weird guy standing there and he's telling them to jump This is obviously recipe for disaster. And so one of the girls says literally something like, who the fuck are you? Get away from us. And the guy, the guy gets, he doesn't know, right? He's just telling them what the photographer told him. Yeah, He doesn't know how to interact with people. (laughs) So, so he gets kind of upset by this. No. And apparently he, he, he says, what, 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 what's going on? And then they, they curse him out some more and, and he's upset. And so he apparently gives them a thumbs down <laughs> and walks away and maybe perhaps apparently he booed them right this is what oh, wow. this is what the woman was claiming that he booed them because they wouldn't jump now here's here's a tip for all you autists out there maybe don't know how to interact with women If a woman's getting her photo taken don't ask her to start jumping up and down it seems perverted okay <laughs> that's just a tip maybe you don't understand why i don't i'm not, not going to go into it but just trust me on this. Don't ask women to jump up and down, especially strangers. If you see someone getting their photo taken, don't go up to a stranger and ask her to jump up and down. Okay. Mm. It's a bad look. So but this guy didn't know that. Fair enough. He's at DevCon. We can't expect people at DevCon to understand these things. Okay. <laughs> so So they go and report that this dude started asking them to jump up and down as he's getting as they're getting their photo taken so then the security goes up to him they was a big thing he's upset more he leaves he tries to go to the ave rave rave whatever it is okay. he gets kicked out of there very publicly they're taking his photos they're posting them on twitter and it's a big thing okay wow and now it's become a huge political thing because now there's all these people saying that well this didn't happen and blah 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 and the guy came out on his side of the story and he's very upset and everyone's very upset and um the woman who posted it is somewhat of a Web three woman in Web three activist, which I support one hundred percent. By the way, support all women in Web three, um, especially um, femboy, trans women, mev searchers. I support one hundred percent, but I support all women in Web three. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, that's DevCon. That's what DevCon has turned into, Kazuaki. You, wow. Now it's not it's not a safe place for autists it's not a safe place for women i don't know who's it's a safe place for oh, wow. um and it's certainly yeah. not a safe place for americans or europeans because it's in <laughs> colombia now so you have to be careful <laughs> apparently they had to tell people even if your hotel is one minute away from the venue please do not try to walk home oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exciting stuff exciting wow. stuff
1: yeah i feel like i feel like i can't go to devcon anymore
0: really yeah. You're, you're not I'm, I'm scared i'm
1: scared of women
0: you're scared of women you're gonna mess something up <laughs> i'm
1: scared no no i'm just scared of a woman like these. this type of women.
0: i so you're kind of like a mike pence type you know what i'm talking what about mike pence the former mike vice pence? president oh yeah yeah donald trump's yeah. vice president he famously mm-hmm. said that he would refuse to have dinner with any woman without his wife there hmm yeah, that, that was I kind of understand that. Yep. Yeah, you understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Uh, yeah, Kazuaki is now the Mike Pence of Web3. So oh, yeah. I'm going to start calling him. Yeah. Uh, put it on the golden. You put it on golden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should start a fundraiser to start putting ridiculous shit on golden. Because uh, as long as you have the money, I think you could put whatever you want up there. And someone so with cool. more money has to come challenge yeah, you, right? That would so. be
1: so cool. Yeah, we should we should tell tell uh, we should invite uh, Ryder Rips to this project. He'll support
0: it. What's been going on with Ryder Rips? I've, <laughs> I haven't read much.
1: I mean, he must be happy about the the Yuga labs thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So good segue. So yeah. <laughs> so, Ryder Rips, famous uh, conceptual artists. Um son of Andy Warhol's confidant, apparently. Yep. Um gotten his revenge on Yuga Labs. We've covered this extensively on the podcast. And now Yuga Labs, apparently, reportedly by Bloomberg. I don't think the any official subpoenas or anything have come out. It's being investigated by the SEC for uh allegedly Securities issues regarding ApeCoin and the Metaverse land thing, other deed, other side. Mm. Apparently, because of the way they distributed this stuff to their NFT token holders, uh, the SEC wants to slap them with some sort of securities fraud issues. Although I don't think any in my opinion, I don't think anyone expected when Bored Apes first came out, first of all, that anyone would give a shit. But secondly, that you would later get mutant serums and the Kennel Club and Other Deed and Apecoin and all this stuff, right? I mean yeah. I don't think they ever said that they were gonna do this stuff. Did they? Maybe they did. Maybe they did at the beginning after they I think because the first thing they did was the serum, right? Mm. To do the Mutant Ape Yacht Club, yep. Are you familiar with how all that went down? Mm-hmm. I'm not that familiar with it to be honest. But yeah, they they sent out like the the Serum NFTs that let you get a Mutant Ape, right? And then they did yep. the dog, the Shiba mm-hmm. Kennel Club, and uh, all the other stuff. So, Ryder Rips famously. Critical of Yuga Labs, claiming they are Nazis and and a whole bunch of things, and then Yuga Labs sued, is suing Rider Rips. I I, I don't know any updates on that lawsuit though, unfortunately. Me neither. I've been I've been like so out of it. Uh, let's let's live Google it right now and see. I don't know. Uh, okay, he did file a response. And so now it's in court records that um, he thinks that they're Nazis. And... <laughs> he's got a picture on his Twitter right now of him wearing all these giant gold rings, one of which is a diamond ring with the letters RR, and below that is a gold ring of a menorah. So go check out Ryder Rips. <laughs> For uh all kinds of I don't you know, Ryder Rips is just kind of like this multi level troll that <laughs> I think is so Oh yeah, he's upset about Kanye West, I bet. Jeez. I know. Oh my gosh, he's uh he's gotta be rolling in it right now. So <laughs> go check out Ryder Rip's takes on Kanye. I'm sure they're very spicy and uh hilarious. Uh anyway. So yeah. I, I mean, he's on top of the world, right? I mean, he's just, yeah. he can't stop winning. <laughs> can't stop winning. Um, and we got to continue doing our rider Rips updates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of crappy NFTs, Anthony Hopkins, famous actor. I don't know what he's famous for, to be honest. He's <laughs> um, releasing NFTs. I think they just came out today. Hmm. Uh, i feel like he's been in some sort of commercials or something like that i did it minted out it minted out so these are all 3d render pfps of anthony hopkins wearing sunglasses or whatever actually i don't know the art is kind of cool looking i guess it's well done
1: yeah
0: oh yeah he was hannibal lecter in silence of the lamps that's what he's famous Mm -hmm. for hello Clarice that whole thing right
1: yeah
0: he he ate people so he's famous famous cannibal uh Anthony Hopkins releasing NFTs 1000 they did mint out a quarter ETH each 250 ETH so somewhere close to a half million dollars from Sir Anthony Hopkins uh guys NFT markets are dead (laughs) the NFT market is dead and uh Anthony Hopkins killed it and ate it. Um amazing. Yeah, I just saw this on OpenSea yesterday, you know, they've like upcoming you can mint through OpenSea now or something. Mm-hmm. And so, um they have like upcoming mints that you could check out. Wow. And so I was just looking through. We got a Muhammad Ali official Muhammad Ali NFTs coming out soon or pa- perhaps are already out. though I mean, NFTs are dead. This is this is the Oh, White Hearts came out. I'm whitelisted on this by the way. Mm. Oh, did I, did it mint out? Oh my God. I might've missed it. Oh, well, the floor is 0.06, so I can pick one up if I really want to, but, um, anyway, I gotta get back on my NFT grind.
1: Did I, did I tell you
0: I minted, um, I minted a, a collection that got banned immediately on OpenSea. That what? was called um Dumb Dumb Wojapes. <laughs> okay. <It was> like <laughs> dumb Wojapes Yacht Club or something. And it was, it's like a parody of Bored Apes. But it had it, it you know you know like a Jack, like the black and white dude who's like all yeah. dumb looking and whatever. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So it's like a Wojak version of the Bored Apes. And in some of them, they're, like, holding up their seed phrase, like, in the NFT and stuff. So I, I minted some, and I got a one-of-one. It's the first yeah. time ever I've minted a rare NFT. Because mm-hmm. uh, I always mint, like, just complete garbage NFTs whenever I participate yeah. in a mint. I never get anything good. First time ever, I mint a one-of-one one unique That's NFT awesome. in, this, in this collection. And, of course, yeah. it gets banned from OpenSea. The whole collection is banned. <laughs> and so it's only on looks rare and no one gives a shit and it hasn't been bought or sold in like a week i think they're oh, cool wow. they're they're pretty funny looking so everyone yeah. go i'm gonna show my bag and say go check out the dumb wo japes <laughs> <laughs> nfts um they're pretty funny i think it's funny but it got banned i don't know what it got banned for i think because in the in the image they're like holding up seed phrases so yeah I yeah. Don't know. Thankfully, my account didn't get banned from OpenSea. That will be a sad day surely, it's going to happen. So, um, and go check out White Hearts. Did I did I miss my whitelist? I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to mint it right now, live, as we're recording. Yeah. Could you hear me typing? Mm. I don't want. I don't want the CIA to. You know, I think they, they have software that can, like, hear you typing and, and figure out what you're typing, you know? What? Yeah. That's true.
1: How could that be possible?
0: Oh, my God. It minted out. Okay. Oh, it was .05E. I'm I'm done. I'm done with Web3. I'm done with NFTs. I'm so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. What is this uh, exponential thing? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, um, I never heard of Exponential as well, but um, yeah, I found out roughly on the Twitter, and then he says, "Take the mystery out of DeFi with Exponential," and then, which is kind of interesting because you know you you see a bunch of you see like bridge hack like almost every two weeks now, yeah, and then like if you think exponential as kind of like custodian type of the exchange oh boy so it's like you you pay money to exponential and then you can search all the DeFi's, you know any any blockchains or any any chains and then you Mm -hmm. see like so many uh arbitrage opportunity or like you see the high you know apy on a certain
0: Oh yeah, six million oh. APY—that's a good. Oh yeah, that's a good deal.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think it would be interesting if, like, exponential would be taking place. You know, like, kind of like doing a uh, bridge thing instead of like using a hmm. risky, uh, shady bridge implemented by no one.
0: Okay. But it is a custodial platform or is it a wallet?
1: I think a wallet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Nope.
0: Well, that sounds interesting then. Um I see on their official website they describe DeFi as a quote-unquote labyrinthian hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. There was a there was I remember there's a DeFi project that I farmed Called Devil Finance on Phantom. <laughs> and I remember they they had like some of these like uh ten million APY, you know, type oh, yeah. oh, like yeah. things. That's, you know, put in <laughs> put in your Phantom and ETH pair from um whatever. I don't even remember. Um from spooky that, that... swap, right? And you yeah. get ten million APY, but in the form of these new devil tokens. Oh yeah. The classic that, DeFi scam. Yeah,
1: that's that's casual on the Phantom that, DeFi.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> ten million APY is nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um I remember I remember staking for a couple hours and then selling <laughs> and making a couple hundred dollars and getting the hell out of there. Um uh, you know, the, the price of the devil token I think was going oh, down ten yeah. percent an hour. But, you know, every once in a while, someone would come in and buy a bunch of these devil tokens. So, oh, yeah. you know, the whole, the whole, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't very three, three of them to use an old meme. Mm. Right. Is that what people called that? Three, yeah. three. Oh, crap. That seems like, that seems like forever ago now. Right. Three, yeah. three. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <I don't
0: laughs> know. Well, anyway. <laughs> Well, maybe we should wrap it up there um <laughs> right we cover everything that was quick pretty much yeah. yeah yeah okay um yeah go go uh go check out anthony hopkins go check out having sex with a horse and uh until next week for more insightful web3 crypto news i'm dan this is kazuaki um we'll see you next week all right bye <laughs> bye everybody It's not video.